everyone, welcome to PTSD TV. Today is our PTSD recovery workshop. It is Wednesday, and today we are learning about how to learn to love the pain. That's what we're going to be talking about today. So this episode of PTSD TV is sponsored by Broken to Unbreakable, which is my PTSD and CPTSD recovery program. So for those of you who don't know me, my name is Kayleen. I had CPTSD for over 15 years and now no longer do. And what I do now is help people through their own PTSD and CPTSD recovery journey. I work with people all over the world doing this journey um, through a combination of online and one-on-one -on -one coaching. And it's, it's even greater than I ever imagined it. And this amazing man to my right here is... Brad Shipke. I am Kayleen's significant other as of this moment in time and hopefully for the rest until the end of time. And I was there for every step of Kayleen's recovery journey. And um, well, like I said yesterday, most of the steps. <laughs> there were some breaks in those steps, but I also went through PTSD myself and have recovered from that. And I'm super excited. This is something that I think everybody kind of needs to learn. Learn to love the pain. And we're going to talk about why you need to learn to love the pain and why the pain is good my pain is good pain is a good thing right and so what we're going to be talking about today we're going to be talking about pain equals growth we're going to be talking about using pain as an indicator and then how to overcome that pain right and as always we're going to give you an action right so everything we do is action-based everything that i do in all of the programs trainings anything that you see me kind of doing is action-based because mm -hmm. that's the most important part of the recovery journey you can read every book in the world you can have six doctorate degrees in psychology and sociology and neurology and if you don't take any action you're not going to get any better so that's kind of what we're here to do we're here to reach out a hand we've been to the dark places you get to see the other side of that which is which is a great thing but we're not forgetting of course how dark those places are that a lot of you are struggling with so we're here to just kind of give and serve um at our high our highest level uh things that we kind of wish that we had things that would have ease the burden in our own recovery and things that are just in general good topics but are going to help you with that ptsd and that cptsd and hopefully take a little bit of weight off your shoulders so you can even get on the recovery journey if you're already working with me one-on-one -on -one, mm -hmm. you know kind of how that goes but um, there is a path to healing and that is our ultimate goal here is to just kind of spread positivity and help everyone help the world with this belief that you can overcome this you don't have to live with this forever mm -hmm. this is something that you can heal from and you can grow from and um, learning to love the pain is definitely mm -hmm. a piece of that yeah yeah and you guys are probably like what the heck are you guys talking about learn to love the pain like why would I why would I love pain like why would I love pain and we're not talking about pain like I'm gonna break Kayleen's arm and she's gonna love that I break her arm. We're talking about a different type of pain. Different type of pain. <laughs> kind of like the emotional, just like struggles and the challenges that you face in everyday life and with PTSD. And like the reason why you need to love the pain is because the pain shows you the path of where you need to grow as a person, as an individual. And it shows you those, every time you have a, you face pain in your life, that's a moment of growth. And you know, most people, when they feel the pain, they run away from it, right? They numb it. That's what I used to do. That's what we did. And we never got out of that cycle of pain, numbing, pain, numbing, pain, numbing. Cause when you numb the pain, the pain comes back and then you feel guilty for numbing the pain and you feel ashamed for numbing the pain, wh whether it's like through addictions or TV or whatever. Um, so you go down this cycle and you, it's really, really hard to get down, get out of that. And then you just like cycle down and down and down and down and down, you know, and our life didn't like my life didn't turn around until I realized that that cycle of pain, I realized what that cycle of pain was and then learned to, you know, kind of like the pain, you know? And then eventually I, at a point like right now, it's like, I love the pain. 
because every time I have faced pain, looked it in the eyes and, you know, overcome it, I've just like broken down these, these barriers to my life. You know, that the, all these things that have been holding me back, I've just like grown into like this new person that, you know, just like astonished myself. I'm like, how did I even get, get to this point? How did I go from like this, like truly broken spot where like, you know, I would, I would think about taking my own life to a point where like, I'm just like off the walls happy. It's like, how do you, how did that, how did I make that transformation? And like, part of that was, you know, getting out of that cycle of pain and learning to actually kind of enjoy it because shifting the way that I thought about pain as pain, as growth, pain, as, you know, the way to fulfillment and happiness, like facing that pain is growth, is happiness, is fulfillment and running away from that pain, numbing that pain, whether it's TV, Netflix, food, um, drugs, alcohol, any other type of addiction, um, that just continues the cycle. So I, I really, I really, really, really love this episode because it's, it's a huge, it's a huge issue for a lot of people. Like a lot of people, like almost everybody on planet earth, but like when you have PTSD, it's so much, it's like, you feel so much more pain. So it's that much more intense when you're in that cycle. And I mean, those, those are, you <laughs> kind of said it all there and it's just like, it, that is just what it is. Right. And yeah, pain, it doesn't, you know, what we're talking about today isn't like, it doesn't make pain less painful. It's just like what you do with it. Right. So when you, so the, our first point here, right. Pain equals growth is you can use pain to grow. You can use pain and be in pain. You're going to feel that pain regardless. Right. Mm -hmm. So but you can use it as a growth moment. So this is not a PTSD example, but when I was in high school, I tore my ACL. And I thought it kind of ruined my life at the time, and it ended mm -hmm. up leading me in a path that got me to where I am now. But, you know, when I when I tore it, right, I like couldn't even walk on it, right? And so it was really mm -hmm. bad. It, it was so much pain. But then as I started to heal it, as, as I started to go to physical therapy, it got so much stronger and like physical therapy hurt, right? It was just, uh, it was always aching me. But when I did the exercises, right, when I put in the work, when I faced the pain, when I did something about that pain, I used, okay, my knee's bothering me. I need to ice it. And then I need to whatever. And then I need to go to physical therapy more. I need to do my exercises more. I, I've been, you know, skipping sessions, right? right so when I faced right. the pain, it actually became my stronger knee, right? <laughs> and so now I just, I have this like, this kind of superpower from this. So like this pain, you know, became this moment of growth where, you know, where I at once thought I like ruined my life. And yeah, it was really inconvenient and it was really painful and it really hurt, but it, it ended up, you know, allowing me to grow in actually a lot of different areas. So that pain in my knee as like silly as it might've been, right. It's just like, Oh, well you hurt your knee. Like it, it allowed me to grow in a lot of other areas, including mental areas, right? Yeah. Including giving me some mental strength, including changing my direction on where my life was going at that point, right? I was in high school. I was kind of deciding on different routes for my life to go, and it, it kind of ruled out some options for me. So it taught me a lot of lessons, but that pain, that moment, mm -hmm. it, it was a growth moment, right? And then same thing we talk about, you know, when we think about yeah. what we're going through with PTSD or what we, what we used to go through and that that anxiety, that's an indicator, that's pain, that's an indicator yeah, that something yeah. needs to be healed or mended or, you know, looked at, internalized, you know, you need to go in there and see like, hey, what's going on, right? So that right, is right. a moment, even like um, something that PTSD gave me now on the complete other side of it is like the pain was like the, you know, the nightmares and flashbacks and things like that. And that 
the ultimate visualization of those things, right? And so in my brain, I had this like ridiculous superpower to visualize, you know, in a very painful way. And that pain, you know, past like after my recovery journey, right? After all these things gave me this incredible ability to to visualize. Now I control the visualization, right? right but right. now I can still vi- visualize in excruciating detail because our, pr- our brain actually can't tell the difference between something we vividly imagine and something that's actually happened. And so now I have this strength, this superpower that I can visualize in excruciating detail like success in my life. Or when, you know, when I was still in school, I constantly got compliments on like w- that was the best presentation, that was the best performance whatever it was that i've ever seen and that's because i was able to visualize it beforehand because i have this ability right so that pain of the visualization of the the flashbacks the nightmares the things like that actually turned into this moment of growth and again through a long and arduous journey and it doesn't take away how painful that was Mm. but it does equal growth in the long term right and so then our second point here kind of using that pain as an indicator so where that pain is right so you're having flashbacks you're having anxiety you're having nightmares that is your brain that is your body that is your soul telling you like hey something's really wrong yeah right your body has these built-in mechanisms to tell you when something's wrong that you need to fix something and and that is what it is and it's like almost when you put it like that and like by no means am i trying to downplay what's going on but it almost seems so simple right it's like you're having nightmares something is wrong like mm-hmm. you need to go and, and fix that, right? Because your body is saying like, hey, I'm not I'm not okay right now. You know, so, something is, yeah. is totally off, right? And what we need to go go and do is is heal and process the past. Or there's there's I mean there's there's different things, but like and then that'll go away and then you'll be okay, right? And then you'll be healed and you'll be you'll be fine. And there won't be pain in that area. But like when your when your wrist hurts, right? You go to the doctor, you say, Hey, my wrist hurts, he says, Okay, well, you know, here's a cast and in, in eight weeks you'll be better. Right. When your wrist yeah. hurts, you go to the doctor. Right. When when your when your body is hurting, when your brain is hurting, you have to still when your soul is hurting, you have to still use that as an indicator and and know that that's a moment. Right. And like, again, it's I'm not trying to downplay it. That's not the no, word I no. want to use. But like it, it's it's simple and it's also really challenging. But because yeah, yeah. it's simple enough to say, yeah, well, obviously I'm hurting. Like, obviously I'm trying to do these things, but they're not working. Right. And that's yeah, yeah. kind of a different conversation. But even so, like each of those moments, pain needs to be an indicator. Yeah. Simple things can be hard. Right. And again, what most people do <laughs> is they feel that pain. Keenly's got a sneeze coming on <laughs> and I'll probably ruin it for her. <laughs> um, but what most people do, since the pain for PTSD is so intense, and most people and most of the information out there like, like, is very complex and very confusing and very conflicting with each other. So like, you're you're experiencing this immense amount of pain, and you have no, you have no idea what to do, and then you're just you're most people are just left with, uh, well, I'll try some things, but like I'm really just gonna try to just like, like dull this pain, numb this pain. Right. And that's kind of like a natural, natural thing to reach for, you know, cause like you're, you are experiencing so much pain and you have no idea what to do. And that's usually the predicament that most people are in. And that's exactly why we do all these things is because like, these are all the things like Keenan said in the beginning that we wish we knew things that if we knew we it, like, we wouldn't have recovered our, <laughs> we, it would only have taken a few months for us to recover. And, um, like taking years 
are giving giving us years back on our life and it's just it's 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 incredible and i think one of the biggest like predicaments right is like the belief still right and so that's kind of what we're here to do is like you can recover from this right so mm. like if you break your wrist you go to the doctor and you believe like hey the doctor is going to give me a cast and it's going to it's going to heal it right and so that's why you go like if you if you if there like everyone was telling you there's you, you break your wrist and you just have to live with it right you just have to yeah. you know take a that's couple funny. shots of rum whatever it is right <laughs> you just you have to live with it you have to learn to live with the pain you might not even go to that doctor right you might not even seek out these other options of people who had healed their wrists right because you don't be, you don't yeah, even believe, you believe that, that it's possible so yeah. you know it's, it seems so simple you you know you you get hurt you twist your ankle you break your wrist, you break your finger, you go to the doctor, they give you a splint. A couple of weeks later, you're good to go. You're good as new. Yeah. So you don't do those things. You don't cope. You don't n numb in that area, right? So instead of like breaking your wrist and then, you know, watching Netflix all day and doing drugs and alcohol and all these different things, you just go and get it fixed, right? And you mm -hmm. go and you work on it. And and then you go to physical therapy, you, you make it better than it was before. And yeah, then yeah. you can live your life at a, at a higher level. And so the problem I think with, with mental health in general, but also with PTSD is like you experience these things, you experience these symptoms and you know, there's this overarching belief that, well, it's not even possible to get better. So like, I'm, I have to learn to live with this. So I'm just going to do the coping techniques. I'm just going to do kind of this numbing technique. I need to kind of just get away from this. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately that's, that d doesn't always end well. It doesn't always work, right? So, like, you can't get away from it. Actually, the the thing is, right? PTSD as a whole, you need to use that as an indicator and actually actually face that and spend some time with that and and use that. And again, it's not always that yeah. dr dramatic, but in this case, kind of it is. Is that you need to go into that pain and you need to first of all believe that it will, it can be healed. You can heal it. There yeah. is a yeah. path to healing. And it can be done. And that is kind of one of the most important parts. And think of it like a broken wrist. And like, that's how we think of it now. And it's our, our beliefs have shifted so dramatically on this subject. Like uh, even, even just a handful of years ago, it was like, well, I don't even know. I don't know what our future is going to look like. I, mm -hmm. Like this is, uh, maybe I can get a little better, but like definitely this is something I'll have to live with to like, oh, well you have PTSD, just, you know, do these things. And then, then you'll be better. And then you'll be fine. Yeah. You'll be all good to go. And again, I'm not trying to sound flip by any regard, but um, but genuinely that that's how much of a shift our beliefs have taken on the subject yeah. is like if if someone, you know, knocked on the door of our office, and again, that's why we do what we do now, but if, if a family mm. member came to us and said like, hey, you know, I'm struggling with these things, I'd be like, oh, well, great. Here's the <laughs> roadmap. This. You know, yeah. Yeah. here are the things that will will get you better, right? Yeah. And so- yeah, it's it's simple. So you want you want to look at pain as a good thing, right? That's the whole the whole um, goal of this episode. So you look at pain as a good thing and use pain as an indicator. So whenever you feel that pain in your life, that emotional pain, that mental pain, whatever, that's an indicator. That's telling you. That's your body. That's your soul. That's that's you. Your being telling you that there's something that needs to be worked on. And you know, again, like we're not trying to beat people up who like numb numb and run and like like run away from their symptoms and stuff because we were both there i think everybody goes there from time to time yeah. like like nobody's perfect and like we're not saying that like you're a bad person or anybody's a bad person if you run away from the pain and like because like that's exactly what we did we had no idea what 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 to do and what path to take and it, but it wasn't until we started looking at pain in the right way that we made that shift we're like oh our like 
my life is telling me that I need to do, I need to change. I can't keep doing these same things. I can't keep running from this. I need to do something different. So that's what you kind of need to look at pain as is an indicator for indicator for change and for growth. And I think that leads perfectly. So now most of you guys are probably thinking like, okay, like how do I, now I know that I need to face this pain, but like, how do I do it? How do I overcome like this pain? And like, there really is, um, kind of just like a, a, a basic equation if, if, if you, if you will, of, um, almost like a, I don't know if you want to call it like a law of life, but it's just like a basic equation to overcoming any pain in your life that like, we don't even have to tell you the answers is like, if you follow this equation, you'll be able to figure it out. And I think a lot of people don't give themselves enough credit to be able to figure things out because I mean, our whole lives we're told exactly what to do, exactly what to learn, exactly what to memorize, but we never are, we're not, most people aren't really free thinkers. You know, we're, we like are told these, our, our beliefs are shifted are um, shaped by other people. And then we never question them again. Um, so this kind of puts the power back into your hands into creating or making you an independent thinker an independent problem solver and critical thinker of your own life. And if you can really do this, then everything will just kind of fall into place and fix. Cause like, this is basically how we were able to fix everything and find a solution to all of our pain. Mm -hmm. Right. So if you can, if you can really crack this code and really implement it, it will, it's, it will take you time, but you'll be able to solve every single pain for the rest of your life. Honestly, that's how good it is. So that leads us into point three, which is how to overcome the pain. And do you want me to say it? Do you want me to go into it? You can, you can say it. Step one, you feel the pain. That's an indicator. And then step two, you reflect on that pain. Step three, you find a solution for that pain. And step four, you take action on that solution. And sometimes just enough. It's just enough to reflect on it and find a solution. And you just have to take that moment, um, become aware of when you feel that pain and that urge to go participate in some numbing behaviors or something and just shift it to be like, I need to reflect on this. I need to reflect on this pain. You know, I need to ask myself, why am I feeling this? Why am I feeling this right now? And how can I overcome this? Cause like how often do you ask yourself, why do I feel the way that I feel? And then keep asking why until you really find the root root cause. And you have, you have a lot more answers than you even realize. And this was a huge lesson for us. Like if you genuinely take some time to do this, if you genuinely take some time to reflect inward and say why do I feel this way like even take five minutes which five minutes is a long time when you're like just thinking and yeah. just trying to find a solution you have the answers in you right so like feel the pain so like for me a big pain was like after I you know binged Netflix I would feel kind of anxious I'd feel kind of like empty ashamed R ashamed was a good Guilty. word right yeah yeah. All those things. So then like once I realized how I felt instead of hitting play again, right? In you know, okay, notice that pain, become aware. There's the feel the pain, there's the first step. Then number 2 is reflect. Okay, like why do I feel ashamed? Why do I feel guilty? Why do I feel like anxious and empty and like like nervous? Yeah. Cuz I just watched Netflix and like so reflect and like think like why do I feel like this and like for me it was like I feel like I'm wasting like this this precious life like I feel like I'm losing time I feel like I'm just like I'm going through the motions and I'm never gonna have this life that I want I'm never gonna feel fulfilled I'm never gonna do these things and like you know I just feel like I'm missing things I'm missing out on my life mm. and it's okay so like the pain number one was like okay I feel guilty after Netflix. Number two was the reflection was like, 
I feel like I'm missing out on my life. I feel like I'm going to miss the whole thing. The solution, right, is like, okay, so like the next time I find the urge to watch Netflix, what I'm going to do instead is I'm going to go outside and I'm going to listen to music. I'm going to listen to an audiobook, listen to a podcast, whatever it is. I'm going to walk outside, right, so I can still numb, whatever. I'll, I'll listen to the episode of Netflix, but I'll walk outside in the park while I do it. So I can mm-hmm. enjoy nature. So I can, and that's just a baby step. And then do it. Not, right, number four is take the action on it. Next time I feel the urge to watch Netflix in the house and just kind of snuggle up all day in the bed, okay, no, what I'm going to do, I'm going to put a, an audio book on and I'm going to get outside and I'm going to go for a walk in this beautiful area that we live in, in this beautiful world and, and take a little bit of this life, right? And just like not miss out on this great day, this gorgeous day, right? So I felt the pain mm-hmm. of after watching Netflix, I reflected on it. Okay, I feel like I'm missing things. I don't want to miss things. The solution for right now, again, like there's another solution, like I needed to heal my PTSD, but the solution for right now is I'm going to I'm gonna engage in that behavior, but outside. So I don't feel yeah. like I'm missing it so much. And then I took action on it. And yeah. it, you know, it like- that all was an internal thing. And again, like the ultimate thing is to heal that core. Right. And then you won't even have the urge to, to watch the Netflix. Right. Cause that, mm-hmm. that ultimate pain won't kind of be there as much. Right. And it, you can heal that ultimate core, the ultimate pain, the, the past hurts. But like in the, in the kind of, in the interim, in the meantime, before you're, if you're on that healing journey, great. Awesome. Mm-hmm. If you're working with me, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but in the interim, all life's kind of little pains and little moments become aware of them and follow this, like Brad said, equation, follow this formula, if you will. And you have a lot more answers inside you than you give yourself credit for. And it's important that, you know, you kind of build that power in yourself and notice that in yourself that you have answers, mm-hmm. right? You and I are no different than each other. You have answers inside of you. And if, if they're not inside of you, they're in books that are very easily accessible. Google is like, Google's like the, the world's greatest base. book, you know? Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> so like, if you don't have the answers, if you truly like reflect and look inward, you're going to know where to find them. Right. Right. And yeah. so maybe, you know, for some of you, maybe that's finding them here, you know, in the podcast or finding them in the one-on-one coaching with me or in the program. Or for some of you, maybe that's finding them in Google or finding them in a trusted advisor, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like you, if you reflect inward, you're going to have the answers or you're going to know where to find them. Yeah. Yeah. And now I want to talk about some places that people get hung up on this and people get hung up on every single step of this equation on. So like the first one is like, you feel the pain and you're not even aware. So the first one is like, I'm not even aware that I'm going through these motions because these habits have just been, these bad habits have just been transformed into pretty much instincts that I don't question and don't even know that happen. They just happen subconsciously. So I don't, I'm not even aware of it. So like that's, that's the first step or the first thing that people get hung up on. Um, the second one is that you don't reflect on the pain and you don't stay in the pain long enough to ask yourself why you don't ask yourself why enough and like, or you don't remove yourself to the situation to get quiet, to ask yourself these questions. Cause like you have to like remove yourself and really like sit down and like be in solitude and ask yourself like, why am I feeling this? Why am I feeling this? Okay. But why? Okay. Yes. But, but why is that? And then keep going and digging and digging and digging. And you will find that your mind will tell you, I don't know. I don't know is not an acceptable. That's a great point. If you say, I don't know to yourself that you have to keep, that's an indicator that you need to keep digging. I don't know is not acceptable. You can't let your, you can't allow yourself to say, I don't know, because what that's just like, I don't know. It's just a wall. Be like, I don't know. And then nothing will change. Right. I don't know. That's just like the gut reaction for most people that they say in their heads. Like, oh, I don't know how to do this. 
So like you are not allowed to say, I don't know when you are reflecting on your pain, you need to ask yourself why, 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 and then sit and reflect and allow yourself to think. Cause most of the time we just say, I don't know. And we just shut the whole idea down, but we don't even give ourselves time to think about it. So I don't know, take like remove that out of your vocabulary. That's altogether. a great, that's a great point. And yeah. that's just something that we still do. Cause it's, it's instinct to be like, oh, well, I don't know. Right. And then just like, let it go. Yeah. And so like, and then you don't even ask the question. We actually say this to each other when we're like trying to solve problems. We say like, okay, if you couldn't say, I don't know, what would you say? Like you could not say, I don't know. What would you say? And you have to like, it's frustrating, man. You have to sit and you have to think and you have to be like, in your head, you're thinking like, I don't know. I don't know. And then, then, and then you eventually get to something, but you always get there, but you have to sit and introspect and and reflect on that. And that's a great, great point. Yeah. And it's, it's genuinely something we prompt each other with still when it's a question on like, Hey, what do you think of this? He's like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, okay. If you couldn't say, (laughs) I don't know, what would it be? Like, yes. (laughs) You know, and it's very, very simple. Um, but it's really important that you don't allow yourself to, to say that. I don't know. Yeah. For sure. Don't allow yourself to say, I don't know. And then when you're finding a solution, like maybe find the root cause, but then a lot of people don't ask them, how can I find how, like, how can I overcome this? How can I fix this? What's the solution to this? And then again, they they come into the same problem where it's like, Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. Then you have to ask yourself, well, how can I learn a solution? How can, like, how can I find, how can I find a solution Mm -hmm. right for this? Who has the answer to this solution? Mm -hmm. Who has the answer that can give me the answer to this problem that I'm facing right now or this pain to help me solve this pain. Um, so again, don't allow yourself to say, I don't know. Keep asking yourself, how can I overcome this? Or who knows how can, how, how to overcome this? Who can teach me how to overcome this? And then you will always find an answer. If you don't allow yourself to say, I don't know, and you don't shut down your mental processes, you will find an answer. And then the last one is take action. And a lot of people get hung up there and they don't take action. And then all of this, you know, maybe you feel good, but you never take action. So you never really resolve the pain in the first place. So because it, it, it feels really good when you go through this process and you feel the pain, you reflect and you find the solution like, oh, this is the solution. You feel, you get like, you get relaxed. you like, you actually get calm and you feel good. But then once you feel good, most people just are like, okay, I'm done. I did my job, but you got to take it one step further and actually do it or else nothing is going to change. So that's the last thing that people get hung up on. And that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> That's awesome. And that's, that's a, those are great points because there are stuck points at each and every piece. And like, if you can get to that last piece where you're like, okay, I have a solution or this person has a solution and I'm in contact with them. Like the, the take action part, man, that is the hardest part of life is taking action. And that's, you know, we always try to give you an action at the end of every episode because it is that important because if you don't take action, nothing changes, right? You can fill your brain with all this knowledge, like I said at the beginning, but you have to, have to, have to take action. And I wish I could just be in your shoes and do it for you, but unfortunately that's not the case. So you have to take action. You have to do it. You have to put the work (laughs) in. And that's kind of, that's the best part of the journey. Yeah. And this, this, this one episode, this one lesson, the things that I I was just saying, Kane was just saying has taken us five plus years to figure out. So congratulations everybody for, you know, learning five years in like five minutes. So 
congratulations. <laughs> yeah, it has been a long... Save yourself five years of pain. An arduous journey to try to figure this stuff out. And again, just try to implement this as often as possible. Even go back and listen and, you know, write down these steps and write down the stuck points and, yeah. you know, reference it when you're, when you're feeling that pain, when you become aware of that pain, right? So we'll just do a, a quick little recap, right? Number one, pain yeah. equals growth. So the pain you're feeling now, that doesn't, that doesn't change how painful it is, but pain equals growth. So long-term that pain is going to turn into this this amazing amazing growth number two use pain as an indicator every time you become aware of pain it's telling you to do something or not to do something okay and then number three follow the formula here for overcoming pain which is number one become aware of feeling the pain number two reflect on the pain number three find a solution to the pain and number four take action on that solution and our action today for you is because the awareness is one of the most important parts because if you're not aware, you won't feel the pain and you won't be able to reflect. So the awareness is the most important part. So make a list of where pain is in your life. You know, make a list if yours was like the Netflix or maybe it's drinking, waking up with a hangover, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, make a list of those things and where pain is acting as an indicator. Again, when you feel like anxiety, maybe when you're around certain people, when you feel maybe something that I felt always after Netflix was that like guilt, that like worthlessness, that like wasting time kind of thing. Maybe when you get up late, maybe there's pain there when you, that was for me a huge pain when I got up late. Like when I didn't get up like early in the day, same, same kind of feeling like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I'm missing everything. I'm, uh, you know, all these negative affirmations. So make a list of where pain is an indicator and then go through this formula, feel the pain, reflect on the pain, find the solution and take action on the solution. And that is our, our words of kind of wisdom today. And, you know, some of the episodes we always tell you yeah. that like, we're here to love you and support you. Sometimes we're here to give you a hug and a kick in the butt at the same time time and that is sometimes what we do right and it's sometimes what we need to do and what you need to hear so that is what we're here for we hope that you know you kind of you take a, a lot out of this episode because again everything that we put into these episodes has taken us years to figure out right and we can distill it down into 30 minutes 40 minutes it has taken <laughs> us forever almost to figure out these things and how to implement them and how to implement them effectively so we hope 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 you take them to heart and take action on them and implement them into your life because they are that important and they do come from that place of genuine love and yeah. genuine importance and genuine if we were talking to our younger selves this is what we would say right so mm. we don't take that lightly and it is it is really really great stuff and really important yeah yeah and honestly this took us this honestly took us five years and if you can take this one um, equation and really just apply it, <coughs> feel the pain, reflect on the pain, find a solution and then take action. You'll be amazed at the strides that you, that you take. Um, but again, like I was saying before, most people in this equation get hung up on taking action, right? Cause that's the hardest thing to do. It's, it's easy. Like here, it's easy showing up to the podcast. It's easy. Press and play and just listening on two X. So we're probably talking twice as fast to you right now. <laughs> um, but you actually got to put this into action. So maybe what we should do is create a kind of like a pinup or a download where we have this equation for you. So you can print this out and keep this up, or you can at least download it so you can look at it visually. Um, I think I'm gonna write that down. We're gonna do that. We're gonna put that in the resources below. So you can click on that, download that. Um, 
And, you know, just you, you could even look at it, refer to it every day. You could put it like maybe you have a folder in Google Drive. That's something I used to do for like growth things um, or print it out, put it on your wall. Remind yourself that every moment of pain is telling you something that you need to fix something. So that's what that's what we're going to do. We're going to put that below. So download that, print that, look at look, look at that, look at it daily because you need constant reminders. You're going to forget. But most importantly, take action on this. When you feel that pain, reflect, find a solution and then take action again and then repeat it over and over and over until you have the life that the life that you want and then keep going <laughs> <laughs> so some final words here today thank you for listening thank you for showing up you know if you like what we have to say if you're getting something out of the podcast out of the episodes it's likely that other people will benefit as well so definitely pass it along think about who you can send it to or share it with facebook groups mm -hmm. email chains if you're still <laughs> living in the 90s you can start a chain mail um, but you know, we're here to reach as many people as we possibly can. So we appreciate all your help and all that you all do <laughs> to, to share the episodes and to, to kind of spread the word that this journey yeah. is possible. And same thing, you know, mm -hmm. if you like us, make sure you rate us. If you like us or you hate us, make sure that you rate us. Cause again, it helps us organically reach more people. And that's our ultimate goal. We want to help as many people as we possibly can who are, who are struggling with this journey and give them the advice that we wish we had and that is so so vital to this journey so if you're on youtube make sure you subscribe hit the notification bell yeah make sure you all subscribe keep showing up we're here monday through friday so monday's motivation tuesday's our ptsd book club wednesday's our ptsd recovery workshop thursday's ptsd in relationships my personal favorite and friday's our ptsd q a so on that note if you have any questions definitely send them in uh you can email me i'll put my email below and, you know, if you haven't seen the free training that I'm putting on yet, I'm running a free training right now about, you know, about our journey, about my journey through the recovery process and, and how I used that, the, the pain, the whole pain of PTSD, CPTSD, my whole kind of life of pain to, to use that as growth, to use that as a giant indicator mm -hmm. to, to overcome it. And to now, of course, be on this journey and on this side of it and, and looking back and reaching out a hand and documenting mm -hmm. the whole thing. And, and just basically, you know, how that I was able to go from that rock bottom, how I was able to use that ultimate pain as an indicator and what I was able to do with it and how mm -hmm. I was able to do that. So that's a great training if you haven't watched it already. Yeah. She shows you, she, she extracted all of the lessons, the, the biggest lessons from her recover, her own recovery journey and from her experience helping hundreds of people from around the world recover from PTSD and has compiled it into this training to help you make that transformation. So like a lot of people out there, you might be going through this and be like, yeah, okay, I feel the pain and yeah, I'm reflecting on it. But like, I don't know what my solution is. It's like for, you know, for some people, like they, they, they know what to do. They have their solution. But you know, if you're like, I have no idea if you're like what we were like, you know, like mm -hmm. at the beginning of this process, we're like, we have no idea what to do. We have like, we have no direction. <laughs> You know, like I go online and I read this blog, it says this thing. And I read this other blog and it says this exact opposite thing, but like, I have no idea what to do. And then I go to my doctor and he tells me I can't even do this. I can't even recover from this. If you're in that position, then this will really help you give that direction, give you that roadmap to recovery. It will help you solve that pain. It'll give you that solution. And if that, if you're in that place, like I'm, I feel really, really I really, really feel for you because that's exactly where we were. We're, and that's one of the hardest place places to be in life. And like, I remember like that was the lowest point in my life where it's just like, you're in this cycle of pain and you can't get out of it, you know? 
like me in my basement, just feeling sorry for myself and hating on myself for months. And I couldn't get out of that. Uh, and we want to help you get out of that. So, um, that's exactly why Kayleen has made this training to help people get out of that hard spot. And if you're in that hard spot, in that hard spot right now, we want to help. We want to reach out that hand to help you. So, you know, please do check that out, that training, that free training. It's absolutely free. It doesn't cost anything. It's online. You know, it's not like an in-person training or anything. So you can see it anywhere in the world. And, um, you just click that link below, you schedule for a time and take action. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to seeing you there. Yeah. Yeah. And action is the, the biggest part. Make sure you show up, right? Go and register right now. Make sure you show up. Go to the resource sections. Yeah. We'll go ahead and make that pin up right now for you all. Uh, we love you. We're here for you. We believe in you. And we will see you tomorrow for PTSD and relationships. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> see you tomorrow.